0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from
1: No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year, and this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible, and don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
2: Okay, uh, welcome to the bandwagon. Uh, Lots of energy, (laughs) mainly because it's not just you and me, Larry, is it? I, I, no,
1: it's not, and, and we have to be on our best behavior because uh, I was, you know, planning on just being morose and low key, but I can't. I can't not in front of not in front of company, Kevin. I can't. I gotta put on a happy face here.
2: Yes, well, we have uh, one half of the of the what is it? The Black and Gold podcast. Inside
3: Black and Gold.
2: Inside Black yeah. and Gold. Let's get it right. Jeff Nowak is here. Yay! Congratulations for joining us.
3: <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> It's That's us and the dog.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, my dogs are fighting in the background. That's Coconut yeah. and Stella. They want to... Co- uh, Stella, at least, is wearing uh, Saints color. She's all black. I'll put some gold on her. Well, no, I won't. Not when we play you. Um, you're supposed to be the enemy now. Jeff is uh, Jeff is the host of Inside the Black and Gold podcast and, uh, and a Saints fan, I can only presume. And... Um, yeah.
1: No, 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 not rooting for no, it's just that yeah, they they forced him into the the whole thing and he's just I I didn't
3: grow up here. So like I I root for the team. I've had this conversation on the podcast a few times. Like I root for the team because I it's more enjoyable for me when they win. But like I I would attest to being a Giants fan because that's where I grew up. That's the team I grew up rooting for, a New York Giants fan. Um, uh, yeah. but yeah, but it's still, I still am just as miserable as everyone else when they lose. So in that, in that sense, <laughs> I am uh, very much in the same boat.
2: So you've been feeling the same misery that Rams fans have been feeling. It sounds like, right.
3: I've said this a couple times. If there is one team that might be more disappointing than the saints, it's probably the Rams. But there is a caveat in that since y'all won a Super Bowl last right. year, it's kind right. of like the LSU effect in 2020 where they were God awful, but it was like, yeah, but we, yeah, I think we got that one. So it's not as bad. Yeah, yeah, the big difference, though, is that,
1: you know, in college ball, you know, you lose a bunch of players. That's just part of the progression of, you know, college players going in and out. This was relatively an intact group going into this new season. And uh, and I mean, obviously, people have been dropping like flies. There are some pretty critical players that are out, Uh, all sorts of other issues that are kind of raising their. Uh, raising its ugly head. So you're right. I mean the the Saints and Rams might be in a similar position right now but it it feels uh, here I don't know uh, how how it is there in New Orleans which has had its share of of championships, uh, you know, and has had some great sports One. teams go through there. <laughs> well, I'm talking about but you know within college and and that sort okay, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um in LA if you don't win a bunch in a row, then you are a disappointment, and and it's the expectations here are ridiculous, and people start screaming for heads to roll, you know, almost immediately when, when so things don't go. I do have a question.
3: Turn. Yeah, it, so I, I uh, to me the LA market is more like the a bigger issue is like it's fickle in that there's so much competing with it, right? There's so yeah. many teams. Like how, like if you're bad, it's like, fine, I'll go watch the Lakers. Oh crap, the Lakers are bad. What do I go watch? Yeah, the Clippers, oh damn it, the Clippers are bad. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here it's like, the Saints are bad. And it's like, well, what else do we do, right? Right, like, right. This is The it. sky is falling, like, right? Which is where yeah.
1: you get such a loyal loyalty factor in, in areas like that where they're going to hang in there I mean, even if they're complaining about it they're going to hang in there as fans and that that was the long time argument one of the reason reasons why los angeles area spent a couple of decades without a professional team is hmm. there was no fe- like there was no passion for it because once the Rams left and the and the Raiders had gone, it was like, well, that's OK. We got USC and UCLA and we've got the Lakers who are doing this. And now, now we have the Clippers. Now we have two professional teams. And uh, I don't know if you've paid attention to how sparsely attended some of those games have been. Not sparsely attended by our opponents. That's the other thing is that it, it's it's really embarrassing. I don't even think the cameras showed the stands in this past game against the Cardinals, Kevin. I, we didn't talk about that. I don't even think they, they pointed into the crowd once because no. it was embarrassing how empty that place was.
2: Yeah, so it's a good thing we're playing at, at at the Superdome this this weekend because we will expect there to be more Saint fans than Rams fans. Um, you now, you
3: as have you have you experienced a live Saints game yourself? I'm guessing you have, or yeah, I'm fully credentialed. I'm I'm in the press box for the games. Um, it is funny oh, because that sounds the nice. game that re- re- I remember in that regard was last year because I had to watch it was the 49ers game at the end of the season where you know the rams just t- tore the saints fans hearts out um but it was like you yes. you just listening you wouldn't know that that game was in la you would have assumed it was in yeah, it right. was in san francisco just by the noise or wherever they play santa clara uh yeah, because santa it it sounded like a road game for the rams like the the 49ers were coming back and you the crowd noise was like that and it actually you know this season has gotten to the point where And I know like LA deals with this too. New Orleans is a destination city. So it's like, especially when the team is bad and, you know, Ravens fans, for example, were like, oh, you want to go to New Orleans? Like, yeah, we're going to win. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, so the game, by the time it was over the last five minutes of that game, it was only Ravens fans left. And there was a good number of people in that stadium (laughs) and they were doing their entire cheer. And it was just like uninterrupted. Um, that's gotta be demoralizing for the players on the field. I've always felt like, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I understand what you're talking about. (laughs) I think the players know now when they
2: sign here that it's going to be a few years before and and maybe before their career is even, (laughs) has even, uh, ended, they may not ever be at a home game that actually has a home crowd. But, um, what, what's the environment like normally at the Superdome? I mean, look, it's, it's, um, it's not a great season for the Saints, first of all. What's their record this year? Are they also three and, three and six? Three and seven, right?
1: Now. Three
3: and three seven.
2: And, three and seven. So what's the, what's the experience of being a fan like been this year and are fans still showing up to the stadium and being as loud as ever? Can we expect to see that this Sunday?
3: You know, it's it's getting to the point where it's hard to say that. You know, like it, this is a fan base that will hang in there for a long time, but it's getting to the point where it's like, you, they not only are they bad, they they lose at home constantly like it used to be a situation where you go to the Superdome and there is a inherent home field advantage and they rarely lose there so the volume is going to be there even in like the seven and nine seasons under Sean Payton you felt like okay we're going to get him at home Um, that just hasn't been the case the last few years so it has I, I would say that it has gotten progressively less loud the loudest I can ever remember it was the NFC championship against the Rams and in that game yeah. Jared Goff had to tape over his ear holes because so he could hear wow. the mic in his own helmet and there was a piece of the concourse in the stadium actually <laughs> broke off and fell to the ground like oh it was that gosh. loud like it was shaking wow. so it's like the the ability is there to make that place impossibly loud but when the team is playing the way it has it's just demoralizing and so you know if if the Saints get ahead and this is a this is going to be a full building. It's always a full building. Mm-hmm. It can get loud, but the team has to play in a way that makes it that way, and they just haven't done that outside of the Raiders, who I think everybody can beat. The Raiders.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. There's something we can all agree on. Yes, yeah. for sure.
3: So, Jeff, uh, if you are uh, if you grew
1: up a Giants fan and come from that area, then you know you've got a very kind of different mindset of fan from new york tri-state area to to uh louisiana what what would you say is the big difference you know the giants have had their struggles over the years and new york fans can be very vocal and and (laughs) really bring the vitriol uh are 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 new orleans fans a little bit more laid back are they a little more just kind of lacy fair Mm -hmm. about it or is it pretty intense there too
3: No, I think it's it's a very unique situation. Like, for example, like the Giants, you know, I was a Giants fan, but I lived in Connecticut. Like I was very far away, but I was a fan, you know, whereas like the community involvement in this team is at a level that I think very few cities can can duplicate partially because it's not a very, it's a small market. It's the second smallest market to only Green Bay. And I would argue that those fan bases are similar in the sense that they are kind of bonded to that team. Right. And in new Orleans, it's even more intense because of the role, the stadium and the team played in the return from Katrina and the, uh, the, just kind of the, the emotion tied to that, right? Like they did a replay during the, during the, Covid shutdown. They did a replay of the uh, the Gleason Block, you know, the Dome coming game, and like seventy thousand homes tuned in to watch it, like a replay of that game. <laughs> wow. um, so that's and and so when they're good, it gets really exciting, and like the entire city, you can feel it. When they're bad, it's like this emotional roller coaster of if people don't know how to handle it. And I think it also kind of doubles down in the sense that when Sean Payton was here you felt like there was always, you know, a, like a glimmer of hope at the end. Right, right. <laughs> now yeah. it just feels like it's just a downward death spiral. Um, oh. <laughs> but, you know. That's the
2: quote. There's the quote. We're all done. We can wrap up. We, we, we got <laughs> yeah. New Orleans Saints downward death spiral. There we go. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, well, I mean, no. that's, just, it's, that's what it feels like these days. It's been very, very dramatic. Um, and, you know, this is a team that I, I watched for years, always seemed to play. They played winning football. They found a way to win. Now they find ways to lose, and that's what bad teams do. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's, if you can
0: say anything about the Saints team through the first 10 games, it's, they've been a bad football team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.